would you eat snake? I actually, I think it, like, I've heard people say it tastes like roasted chicken. Everything tastes like chicken, I think. What about yeah. frogs? Would you eat frog? I've heard it tasted like chicken. Yeah. What about lizards? Matters. If there's Komodo dragons, count all of us out. Those things can kill humans. Like, I've, like there's a photo of a Komodo dragon eating an actual human. Oh, my goodness. So if we have Komodo dragons, we might as well just, like, be their servants, do all their dirty work. Hello, and welcome to this episode of What John Knows About, the podcast. This is the show where we pose a random question to 10-year-old John and see what he knows about the topic and where his answer might wander. Now, on to our show. So I've got a pretty cool topic for today. Okay, okay, okay. What is it? Are you ready? Y- yes. What do you know about survival? Ooh, you had a pretty good one. Uh, survival is usually trying to survive something. It could be in a game mode or it could be in real life. Real life is usually much more harder because you don't just get a tree and you just punch it down with your hand. No, you need to build an axe and you need to build a shelter and basically, survival is used in many forms. It can be maybe used for um, if you're stranded on an island, or it could just be used if you're just one of testing out your skill, maybe going to a campsite. I don't really know. Possibilities are endless. Well, uh, nice that you mentioned being stranded on, on an island. That's oh. the scenario I'm going to put you in. Oh, great. Well, we'll lead to that scenario shortly. Uh, but let's start with if... Your ship sank. That's nice. Titanic. How, like Titanic? How do people escape? Well, they have those little um boat raft jiggity thingy mech boppers that are like on the sides. And basically, but like during the Titanic, only VIP people could use it or something. So like people that weren't like VIP, they just had to fall in the water and just hope they didn't die. And, like, we don't do that anymore. That's an uncivilized act of law, and I'm pretty sure that's actually illegal. But um, you'd basically get on this little raft boat, and you can usually, like, whistle for help, like, and basically, like, people are supposed to find you. Hmm. Wondering if that did you pay, did, Do you pay attention during the uh, safety briefing on our cruise last December? Yeah, I mean, and so the scares boats, me. The safety boats were kind of like... um. Like submarines. Well, they weren't submarines, but they were enclosed, right? Right. A boat. What do you think is in that escape pod? There's probably like food in there. There's probably seating for people. And there's probably like a whole like manual guide. And I'm pretty sure like inside of the pod, in case the pod broke down, there was like another like kind of an escape plan, I'm pretty sure. Like a donut, like the lifesavers. So that's actually pretty cool. That's a help, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But it just scared me just thinking about just the ship sinking. It was a pretty big ship. If I that mean, sunk, that would have been pretty scary. So let's say <laughs> you were down. I mean, our rooms were above water, right? Which is good. 
but let's say the uh, ship started to sink and the ship was submerged and you were below water. I'd be dead. Or the ship capsized, it flipped over. How would you find your way out? So I, um, there's a little something we called flight or fight mode. Really? Yeah. It Basically, it's when the brain sends adrenaline to the heart. And basically, the brain makes a decision. Do I fight this back or do I run and fly like a little helpless bird that just got out of a cage from an animal imprisonment area? So what is it that runs to your heart? Um, Adrenaline? It's basically nice. all this thing that just gives you the power. And if a ship is sinking, yeah, you're not going to fight off a ship. You think you're going to have the adrenaline rush if if the if you feel the ship has capsized? Yes, definitely. That you'll be able to find your way out just yeah. from pure adrenaline? Well, it's also going to be brain work. And you ever heard of those stories about like people who are like able to flip cards with their bare hands? Oh, right. Yeah, people have been able to do that. You think you'll be able to flip the ship back over? No, that would be theoretically impossible by human muscle weight, and I don't think even Dwayne the Rock would be able to do that. Hmm. Um, so if the ship were upside down, though, okay, and let's say you were on the fifth deck, right? Which is like up high. Well, it's five up, right? Yeah, seven up. And you, the ship was upside down, and you were trying to get out. What direction would you go? I'd probably go um, downstairs to where the... Wait a second. I know. Which way is down? Be up. So I'd probably go upstairs. In so this you case. would go up to another level. Which in this case, but normally it would be downstairs. But technically, yeah, I'd go up. And then I'd get in one of those like pods. Hop right in and hope I don't die. Right. So how far up the levels would you go? Well, if I'm on five and the ship just somehow just capsided, A, I'm surprised that I didn't bang my head on the ceiling and I got eternal bleeding. B, what I would do, as I said, I would go to where normally the ground floor would be because that's where they have the pods. And then the pod should be easy enough to lift with enough people's power. And then we just get in a pod and we're just going to hope we're safe. Hmm. Sounds like a pretty good strategy. Oh, yeah. Um, now we're kind of moving into like you weren't able to escape the ship yet. You're hoping someone's going to come to save you. Um, and this could either be on the ship or let's say your ship, some of you survived and you and you got to shore. Let's go that route, okay? You got to shore. How would you make fresh water? Then we have all of our devices with us. We'd probably try to search up and we probably have like a, um, well, let's thing. say you had all your devices. I'm not sure what internet you'd be using. No, to no, no. Up. You know, like air mom, um, it's like, uh, it's like when you're in a car, you use that. It was like a hotspot, hotspot. We'd use hotspot. Yeah. But if you're outside of, of cell service, you can't use a hotspot. Oh. So you may have your devices, but they're of no use to you. You can't get to the internet. Oh, you see, now that you say that. So you're surrounded uh, on a, a deserted island, surrounded by salt water, which you can't drink salt water. Obviously. Right? We'd try to filter it out. We'd filter out How salt How would you water. filter the salt out of the salt water? 
What? Actually, I have actually no idea how you do that. Mm. You I might think... want to search that before you go on a cruise again. Yeah. How could you collect fresh water? I mean, if it's a deserted island, there's probably a lake out there. There's probably a lake. Maybe it's not that big of an island. How big are we looking at? Well, let's just say it's big enough to have a waterfall. Okay, so that's if there's pretty a waterfall, gigantic. Could you collect? Yeah, we could. It from I mean, there. Yeah, we could. If and it rained, have... is there a way to collect the rainwater? Oh yeah, a bucket or just hand, just be like. Just lay with your mouth up wide open. Yeah, I mean that'll. I mean, your body is seventy percent of water, so. And plus, you can only survive with water for about. I mean, without water for about two days, so. And so if your body's 70% water, that's where, when you end up peeing, that's where that comes from, right? Yes. Can you drink your own pee to just to recycle it? I wouldn't do that. Why not? It's because like, it goes, it's like eating your own turd. It's. <laughs> I don't think it's anything like eating your own turd. <laughs> well, I mean, no, it's cause your pee, A, it's yellow. B, I pretty sure like there's like some crazy stuff that goes in there that like nobody can drink without like having a single bad day of like yeah like puking. is there a way to purify it yeah i don't even want to know if my water that i've been drinking is purified pee i don't yeah um so your vote would be to find every way to Purify water first or collect rainwater. Yeah. And as clean as fashion before drinking your own urine. Your own urine. It's probably the safest route to go to. All right. But if just in case you couldn't find fresh water, you might find a way. So if your shipmates are really hungry and starving, including yourself, and you can't find any other food on the island, where you're shipwrecked and you're unsuccessful at catching fish, if should you, you eat each other? Yes. No. Are you kidding me? People did that in Jamestown and people died for goodness sake. Like there was like this one girl had her skull cracked because of her brain. Like people were eating her brain. Hmm. And I'd rather not want to eat my relatives. I. <laughs> but if you're going to die otherwise... I'd rather starve to death than having to eat humans. And if you start to starve to death, what uh, assures you that Wait a second. Are your there crabs fellow on shipmates the... aren't going to eat you? Okay. Um, I tell them to sign a vow that they promise that they will never do this against their own dead body. And if I see them in heaven, then I'll know that they broke the vow. Okay. And um, aren't there crabs on the island that we can eat? Maybe, but maybe you weren't successful in catching them. Or maybe you screamed and it ran out and started to nibble at your toe. And so you screamed and you couldn't catch it. And uh, if we're at the shipwreck, the little pot thing, that probably has food for survival. So, But what if you ran out of that food? Someone decided to eat it all up. Uh, okay. Then we just like, okay, yeah. How long do you think you would last before you or others would start going crazy? Probably a couple of days. Wouldn't take too long? No, it wouldn't. 
I mean, it's easy to break around with human sanity, with one's sanity. So you'd want to try to get saved as soon as you possibly could. Yeah, we'd probably do like the thing what they do in the shows, like the they sing, they send out the signal SOS. Right. How would that. they? How would they make that signal? Sand. Like they like type it on the sand. They S. type it. No, no, they like draw it out on the sand. Draw it on the sand. And um, you can't say something to use this up. That's not possible. We have a we have a flare in the pod, so we can like send out a signal like. Sheep. Right, but you only have so many flares. Unless we end up like the Titanic, where they thought we were having a party. That would seriously suck. So let's say your pod, you escaped with a pod with just a handful of people, right? But it kind of got destroyed too and left you on a, on the island. So you had a flare gun, but you only had like two flares on it. Mm. And so now you're creating, you're dragging out the letters SOS on the in the sand, hoping someone might fly over. What else could you do to, to signal? We could probably, now... In the pod, there's probably some sort of kit to help you, like, aid out to, like, the nearest radio signals and stuff. So you can, like, call out, like, hey, um, we got stranded on this island on a um, uh, normal cruise. Um, we're on this really small island. We should have wrote an SOS. And uh, we put a little smiley face. And uh, if you could help us, that'd be pretty appreciated. And then the signal would come. They would come. and then I'm sorry, where are you typing all this? On the little kit that the pod probably has. The the pod has an, a special internet kit? Like satellite signal? Duh. Like, do you think they're just gonna they're just gonna yeet you on there and just like, okay, now you're stuck, you're no no signal. Well, but Time you lost, lost that. So you got off the main ship with that, but it got destroyed on your way in. So you didn't have any satellite signaling. Okay then. That uh, makes it way too easy. Other than the flares, other than the SOS signal, maybe there's like a nearby cruise just coming by. How are you going to signal them, though? They're not going to pass by 20 feet from your from your island. Shoot out the flare. They'll see it. They'll be like. So you have to, they have to be close enough to where you can see them. And then you hope that shooting up the flare, they'll, they'll see you. Yeah. And let's just say it works because I really don't want to die on an island. Please. Right. What kind of wild animals do you think might be there? And if it's a small island mainly, about maybe the size of our apartment, I'm not expecting too many animals. I'm probably expecting about like crabs, fish, maybe a snake. I don't really think maybe, I don't know. And definitely phytoplankton. Where there's water, there's phytoplankton. And as long as we have phytoplankton, we won't run out of oxygen. Okay. Were you concerned you might run out of oxygen on the island? I mean, in case we don't filter out the water and we drink phytoplankton, then yes. Okay. What if <laughs> the island were only inhabited by penguins? Yeah, uh, I'd rather die on the island with penguins than alone, afraid, and scared. What if, yeah, but what I'm getting at is the penguins may be your only source of food. Would you eat a penguin? No. Are you kidding? Those things are so cute and fat and plumpy. Oh, I know. They're fat and plumpy. Sounds like they've got a lot of nutrition for you. So? So if there were, let's say there was 10 of you and there were at least a thousand penguins. 
I mean, as would long you, as would you? I wouldn't kill them. I let everybody else do all the dirty work. I would not kill a single animal. I cannot do that. I am. I just cannot do that. Can you? You can fish though. Yeah, I mean, I have, but like, it matters how the fish are. If they're like aggressive, if they're not. I mean, they're probably not. Usually, they're not. I and mean, I could fish. You could fish. You could catch crabs. Yeah, I'll be fine with both. You'd of those. be fine with crabs. You'd be fine with snakes. Matters if they're venomous or not. If they are venomous. But you're going to cook it anyway. So you're not going to get, like, assume you're not going to get hit by the venom. Someone else caught it, killed it, and they're cooking it. Would you eat snake? I actually, I think, it, like, I've heard people say it tastes like roasted chicken. Everything tastes like chicken, I think. What about yeah. frogs? Would you eat frog? I've heard it tastes like chicken. Yeah. What yes. about lizards? matters if there's komodo dragons count all of us out those things can kill humans like i've like there's a photo of a komodo dragon eating an actual human oh my goodness so if we have komodo dragons we might as well just like be their servants do all their dirty work what about birds no like other like smaller birds no they're they're cute they're too cute i just can't do that i just can't do that so you would just starve to death no oh. I would let people catch all the birds and stuff. Oh, you I let would. them catch them? Yeah, I just... And cook them, and you would partake in eating it, even though you had no part in catching yeah. it. Yeah, Because, like, I wouldn't want the kids to just start killing animals, and then they make a habit out of that, and then they become psychopaths, like, 15 years later. But if they're only killing them to have food... I still wouldn't... See, I would be fine with fish, and only fish. I would kill only fish, because those things... So you'd become a pescatarian? What's that? Someone that just eats fish? No, I wouldn't. You'd eat some animals? Yes. Not penguins? No, no, those things are too cute. So Especially if you have like the ones with the funny eyebrows. Like I will oh, not yeah. allow a single person to those lay are adorbs. But just, if it comes down to you surviving... Ugh. Tough choice, right? Yeah. You'll have to cross that bridge when you get to it. So what are some common things that happen day to day, like when you're here that that you maybe take for granted that you wouldn't be able to take care of there? Like, you, you know, you can brush your teeth here, right? Mm. How would you go about doing that there? You don't have toothpaste or a toothbrush with you? We'd make our own toothpaste. What would you make it out of? Hmm. Uh, for sure, like toothpaste uses chlorine. Chlorine? Or something like that. Okay. Just a note for our listeners, I do not advise using chlorine <laughs> in toothpaste. That's highly dangerous. I don't know you how. You shouldn't ingest chlorine at all. <laughs> no, I don't know how you make toothpaste, okay? What would you use for a toothbrush? A clean stick. A clean stick. Or my finger. Use your finger. That could work. Or maybe the eyebrows if they're the, the fuzzy eyebrowed penguins. No, I you wouldn't use do that. You could use every part of the penguin. No, I'm pretty sure they would attack. Ah. Would you miss, what would you miss most for um, internet? <laughs> Other than internet. The magical world. 
You wouldn't have any books with you? Yeah, true. I wouldn't I wouldn't have any Legos. You know, it would really suck just being on an island. Like, you can't even go Amish. You can't even go all Amish? No, you can't. You can't. Why is that? It's because you don't have all the resources. You don't have the population. You don't have a lot of things to go Amish. Hmm. Do you think you're prepared if you were shipwrecked? Yeah, no. What things are you going to research now that we've had this conversation? Just so I mean, survive a shipwreck, right? Because the odds of you being in a shipwreck where you're lost at sea and then on a small island with just a few people and and that's pretty rare. On reach, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty. It's very small probability of that happening, right? Mm -hmm. But if it ever happened, killed by a coconut. Right, you probably have a better chance of getting killed by a coconut, <laughs> which is something you may want to look at too, in case there's coconuts on this island. Sucks whoever gets killed by a coconut. So, what things do you think you might research? Um, How to survive a shipwreck on a small island? And then there'll probably be a website like called How to Survive a Shipwreck on a Small Island dot com that may yeah. tell you all the things you need to know. But it might say cookies. Always keep some cookies in your pocket. Cookies. Yeah. It'll probably just say like, am I allowing this cookie thing? That's totally not a virus. How concerned are you when you go on a ship that it could end up with a situation like that? I'm going to be honest. I do get quite concerned, especially for like caught during like a storm. That's when I'm like, (gasps) yeah. We had really good weather on that last cruise. No, so. no, we had like at one point it was like storming and like the waves were like yee, yee. One day, but of the whole week, it was good weather. Oh yeah, really good weather throughout. I guess you could say that. Yeah. I never had concern that that we were gonna. Well, now you do. Well, shoot, should I be a little more con- concerned? I guess. All right. Well, this was kind of a fun. Interesting one. Fun question, I think. Yeah. Right. Yes, Interesting definitely. hearing your uh, thoughts on how you might survive it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, no, you cannot punch a tree like you do in Minecraft. You just can't punch it down. Don't actually try that, please. Um, people are have been able to do it only because there's dead trees. Oh, actually, don't do it. You, it can actually really damage your body. You can probably break your bones and stuff. So don't do that, please. All right. Well, I'm going to let you research this week. Yep. On some stuff about survival. Yep. And maybe we'll revisit this in another episode. When we actually survive. Find out what you learned and how much better prepared you are. Just in case. All right. That was fun, John. Yeah, no, that's for indulging me on that on tonight's question. No problem. All right. Well, that was another episode of What John Knows About. Oh, yeah. Thanks, John. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to What John Knows About. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you happen to be listening to this podcast. Music for today's episode was provided by Kevin McLeod. Check him out for royalty-free music at incompetech.filmmusic.io. 